Hey, everybody, it's the Drive to School podcast. I am Pastor Goodman, and uh, my, my good friend, Michelle Bauman, the director of Why for Life is back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm okay. We're gearing up for summer. It's it's uh, almost conference time. Uh, I hear you're going to be busy this summer, too. What's Why for Life up to? Yeah, yeah. Lots of conferences, including both Higher Things conferences will be there, but we've got a few others as well, one out in Colorado and a couple up in in Wisconsin. So, yeah. Lots of traveling, lots of hopefully seeing high school and college youth across the nation. That's awesome. I wish all the best for it. We'll see each other again before then, I hope. But yes. uh, it, it's it's <laughs> kind of time to start looking forward. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, we've been when 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 you've been hanging out lately, we've been sort of talking about life issues and all ten commandments, not just sort of the fifth commandment. Um, and and we we worked our way through uh the fifth one, which was sort of you know uh, on the nose, and then we we tackled the sixth one, which was really really good, if not a little bit. It's tough, but it's good. So where is life issues in the seventh commandment? Thou shalt not steal. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just seems like a commandment, right? But I mean, actually, it's stuff, not, not, not life, but, but, right. but actually, but actually that stuff was meant to uphold life. Right. So, so if we recognize that God is our father and he is a good father, uh, the best father, right. Um, fathers want to provide for their children. And so, uh, God wants to provide for, for us as well. And so he gives us stuff, right? He, he gives us, um, food and shelter. He gives us income. He gives us, uh, the gifts of, of each other. He gives us lots and lots of gifts from the bounty of the earth, but also through our vocations, uh, that he also provides for us in order to sustain our lives. Um, but, it's not just to sustain our lives, right? Um, so that's where the the seventh commandment comes in. Um, not we're not just supposed to in the seventh commandment uh, protect the gift um, that God has given us, but also, which I think is so cool, to protect the gift, the gifts that God has given others, right? So the seventh commandment really encourages us encourages us to not only recognize that God is the giver of gifts in our life, that we don't need to steal, that we don't need to take things that are not ours because God promises to provide for, for all of our needs, but also that we get the opportunity to uphold the lives of others in the seventh commandment, to, to recognize that God, God the Father has given gifts to others that he wants to pro provide to uphold their lives. So um, as we protect those gifts, and not only protect those gifts, but actually even help improve those gifts. So if you look at the explanation, um, you know, to the catechism that we're, hope we're, we're supposed to protect and help them improve his belongings, um, that's that puts a totally different for life spin on uh, the seventh commandment, right? So my neighbor has these belongings. I see that maybe he's in need and needs more so I can provide those or help him access the things that he has. Um, but also, you know, when I see that, that his kid uh, left, left the bike in the middle of the road, right? Um, I can help protect that gift by taking it out of the middle of the road and putting it back in, you know, in his lawn um, so that he doesn't have to spend money on another bike, but instead can spend it in other ways to uphold the life or the members of his family. Absolutely. So, yeah. 
The seventh commandment, it's it's nice um, because you actually start to see the things that God wants for you and the things that he'll build walls around. So uh, in the fifth commandment, we, we know that God wants you to have a life and, and nobody's allowed to come and take it. In the sixth commandment, God wants you to have a healthy and happy marriage. And nobody's allowed to, to come in and, and take it. In the seventh commandment, though, I kind of like it because it almost makes us slow down um, and, and recognize God actually wants you to have stuff. Because this life that you live, even the day-to-day matters, the, the home that you have, the, the clothes that you wear, the income that you have in your neighbors too. And, and it, it kind of then lets us give answer to an old accusation that, that got leveled against Christians. Um, and, and is one I actually, when I was coming to the faith, I wrestled with it too. Um, we baptize babies because we say it saves them. It, it makes them children of God. And one of the cruelest sort of um, attacks I heard uh, against that was, well, if you know that it saves them and you know that this life is hard and full of suffering, why not just hold them under? And like, it's the most atrocious thing that, that you would murder a child in the face right. of, 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 you know, giving them life. And you get to look at the fifth commandment and say, well, I know that's bad because God says, don't kill. Like, let's, let's be real. Right. And also if he can save them at the font, he can keep them the rest of this life. But it lets us even then slow down and look at the day to day for the rest of life, because now I can say, all right, so that, that child that, that wears baby clothes, they'll have, they'll have bigger clothes. They'll, they'll have, they'll have one day they might even have a car and, and that's all. Maybe they'll even get to enjoy it. You get to sort of take each single day and look at all of the gifts that God gives you, not as sort of marks to pull you away, not as sort of the things that are just sort of passing by on your way to heaven, but as things that actually matter because God cares about today. Right. He cares about bringing joy into our life and and providing the things that are necessary for life, but not only the things that are necessary. When we, If we're honest with ourselves, God also provides the abundance, right? Yeah. Um, he doesn't just give us bread. But he also gives us, you know, Cheetos and um, Taco Bell and whatever else Mm -hmm. Um, he gives in abundance. Uh, He doesn't just give us one shirt, but he gives us 10 or 20 shirts, right? He doesn't just give us uh, the bare necessities. Our God is a God who loves us in abundance. And we see that in the gifts that, that he gives. Um, but he also, we also see it in the, in the opportunity to, to give to others. Right. So it's not just that he gives an abundance for us and for, uh, to, to satisfy our wants or desires, but also so that we might, uh, carry this life affirming work into the world. So we might be witnesses to his love with others so that we might provide for others, right? As a parent, one of the greatest joys I have is providing for my sons, providing the gifts, you know, like buying the Christmas presents and watching them open them or the birthday presents, or just, hey, my kids are growing and guess what? I get to give them new shoes. <laughs> you know, what a what a blessing that God has given me the finances, the, the, the gifts to be able to provide those new shoes. Right. Um, it, it even feels good to give to charity. I mean, it's one of those things yeah. that you get to recognize, like it's actually so built into creation that even the, the pagans will recognize this and be charitable because it feels good to see somebody else's day-to-day life taken care of, even if you you don't know them or, or haven't met them. Um, and the, the call to sort of help to improve and protect your neighbor's possessions and income and our small catechism, our neighbor is everyone. Um, that That's not simply a demand, you know, let's, let's all have equal everything, but it is sort of a recognition that you will come across people in need and there will be a joy found both in you taking care of them where and when you're able, but also in, in them being able to receive. And both of these are, are, are pictures of then the, the love that God has for us. 
Yeah. And, and I'm so glad that you brought that up, right? Recognizing the needs of others and, and the role that we get to play in that recognizing a lot of times, um, you know, I think, especially with today's youth, they're, they're uh, told that, that that's the role of the government, that that's the role of a specific type of government. And maybe even one government addresses those roles or those needs better than another type of government. And it's true that God does bless his people through government. It That's very true. Um, but we also see that no matter what government is around the world, uh, no matter what government rules a country, there's still the poor. There's still people in need, um, and that won't go away until Christ comes again. And so until Christ comes again, not only is God the Father providing the things necessary for life, but he's also providing us opportunities to uphold the lives of others and, and to, be, to be blessed by those who see needs in our lives and provide for them. Right. Mm -hmm. Whether it's whether it's borrowing or receiving a pencil from your friend at school uh, when you your last one has just run out of lead um, or, you know, if it's something major like someone saying, how can I help you get this car? How can I how can I provide for you um, a scholarship for college? Um, those sorts of really wonderful gifts, big gifts. Um, and, and again, those aren't, aren't gifts that are, that are provided by a government, right? Um, but they're provided by individuals who want to, want to seek and to uphold lives. Um, and, and very often that can be Christians. Um, and when we give those gifts, we also get the opportunity to share something more, not just a physical item, but but the the words of eternal life, the message I'm to to share because Christ loved us first, right? Christ blessed us first. God gave us these provisions. We get to share them with the world. And there there is even a great Christian witness, not even just in giving, but in in receiving. If you want to sort of paint a picture of of what Christianity looks like, it is not doing good works and then earning salvation and being like Jesus. It's receiving, even though you can give nothing of yourself that the people who, who receive charity are the the perfect christian witness because all all we are uh it, it's luther's dying words it's it's we are beggars this is true um this is this is a, a joy then because christianity then is not simply for the, the wealthy who can give to the poor but jesus even loves the least of these and so when he says the poor you will ha always have with you it's not a don't worry about it they'll just they'll ignore it it's not a this is your challenge to to fix but it's there will always be a picture of of christ giving to the church and, and the church receiving from christ over and over again and there, there's a great joy that that god's love is demonstrated on, on both sides of it otherwise the only people who can't really seem to be Christians are the ones who need things and the whole religion's about receiving. So that, that's, that's confusing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just a personal, a personal, you know, connection to that. So um, in my childhood, we, I experienced a great deal of poverty. There was a, a time in our life when, um, when income was very difficult, right? When there were lots of layoffs in the area where I grew up. And I remember my dad going out every morning and, and looking for work, right? And um, I also remember that how our daily needs were provided for during that time. There were, there were months where certainly um, we had a difficult time even, even making meals, even daily bread, 
was um, a gift, a very real and needed gift. And I remember church members bringing over food. I remember uh, someone coming by and our car had broken down and uh, it was the middle of winter. And I remember church members coming over and fixing the car. You know, I remember as a child, these gifts um, that meant the world to us. Right. And they were a wonderful example of God's love for us. You know, that he, that he cared enough about us that, that he, um, engendered in the lives of others and the hearts of others, this desire to give and to uphold our lives, right? Family helped with that. Um, you know, I remember uh, going once a week to my grandparents' house to, to have a meal with meat in it um, because meat was so expensive. We didn't have meat every single day. Um, so, so again, um, yeah, just, just to receiving also is part of part of recognizing the blessings of God and the ways that God, God uh, uses his people, works through his people to uphold the lives of others and to provide the means, the provisions necessary for life. And it then gave me obviously an ex- a perspective in our family, a perspective um, on, on giving and, and God's great mm-hmm. love and how we might be able to someday um, give to others. Uh, to provide that that joy uh, to others as well. Absolutely. Michelle Bauman is the director of Y for Life. Thanks so much for being on with us. Thanks for, your, for inviting me. Have a great day. Bye.